Hey everybody, Max Kevin here. It's the Little Fart Podcast, where I just eat a bunch of beans and asparagus and then hold up the microphone to my butt and just fart in it. I got 700,000 downloads. People just listen to me fart. They're like, oh my god, this is the funniest podcast to ever share it with your friends. This guy just farts for 10 minutes straight. Um, honestly, I think that that podcast probably get more downloads than this one, huh? Yeah. Just name it the Fart Podcast. And just, uh, you know, fart into the mic. Uh, how's it going, everybody? Um, you know, I've had a, uh, I've had an okay week. I don't, uh, I don't, uh, you know, um, just had a bit of, uh, just had a bit of, um, just had a bit of a depressive episode this week, a little bit, you know, trying to fight that off there, you know, trying to stay positive, you know. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't want to bring everybody down, you know. Chris, you're listening to this, you're just like, oh, I want to I brighten up my days. Oh, 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 now I feel worse. Now I feel worse about my day. Now I feel worse, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I mean... I don't really want I don't, I don't really want to talk about it but you know I don't have a therapist all right so uh, you guys got to listen to me complain all right um not that anything terrible happened this week it's just uh I don't know just uh frustrating stuff frustrating stuff that I can't control happens to me and makes me lose hope for the world and the, my future and I just I don't know I'm just uh haven't been haven't been productive at all really this week um, anyway enough of that bullshit no one no one wants to hear about that crap um <laughs> yeah we're really fucking you know I guess maybe was a catalyst for this is uh on Monday or I don't know was it Monday or Tuesday Trump announces on Twitter there that uh He's not going through the stimulus there, so the markets are just fucking tanked. Like 2% there, you know. And, um, of course, this is a good uh, this is a good indicator that uh, America is a centrally planned economy. Because basically, if, if, one, if one guy, you know, if the, if the entire stock market is dependent on what the government is going to do, then, uh, you know, it's the government that's uh, controlling the market there, you know. In a free market people wouldn't really care what the government did because the government wouldn't have any influence. You know, there wouldn't be no central economic planning. So for anyone anyone who thinks, uh, you know, Trump is a free market guy, you're dumb, all right? His fucking tweets control the market. That's what we call a centrally planned economy, you know? God, it's so fucking frustrating when, when people are like, they don't understand that Trump and Biden are both central planners, you know, they just have different plans, you know, that neither one of them are against central planning. And also central planning is a giant fucking failure, and, you know, it, this would caused millions of deaths in the 20th century in China and Russia, all right? Um, anyway, uh, guys are a little, a little pissed off about that. Of course, the, uh, the uh, markets have, have recovered in the last couple of days. You know, at the end there, you know, it happened like right at the end of the day there. 
and the market dropped like two percent in ten minutes. I was just, and I was just like, oh fuck, is this really gonna fucking happen again? We're we gonna have another fucking crash because of this shit. And I was panicking. You know, I didn't know what to do. I was like, God, my fucking my fucking investments are gonna tank again because this fat fuck made a goddamn tweet. You know, so I was like, oh God, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take out a little insurance policy. You know, so I, uh, I sold like five hundred bucks worth of stock and bought a put as like an insurance policy for the uh for the market if the market continued to go down there, you know. And of course it fucking recovered, you know, the next day, like nothing. So that five hundred bucks was a goddamn waste. So, you know, kinda pissed about that. Um you know, still of course gold and silver haven't recovered. Which I don't I don't really understand either, because you know, they were going up until that fucking tweet and then they tanked and then they've only halfway recovered and like now now when gold hits like nineteen hundred there's just a giant fucking sell off like today it, it hit 1900 and then fucking dropped $15 in like 30 seconds cuz all these goddamn computer algorithms you know um see so yeah, i'm just uh, just a little pissed off about that and of course um GameStop the bankrupt company announced that they're getting bought out by Microsoft and their stock went up 50% and um that's just frustrating, like, missing out on that, because it, it's just, it's a fucking bankrupt company, why would anyone invest in that, you know? And, uh, I don't really understand, like, I, I guess they're just, I don't know what Microsoft wants from them, maybe their data, you know, I guess they have all the data on the gamers, that's really what they're buying, because they're obviously not buying the fucking brick-and-mortar stores. But, uh, it's just, it's just very frustrating for me, um, you know, that, Gold and silver don't go up, and, and fucking shit like GameStop goes up fifty percent, and, and it's just like, oh God, why, 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 I, you know, I'm like, I'm like Nancy Kerrigan, you know, when uh, when Tanya Hunter's boyfriend beat up her knees with a baseball bat, and she's like, why, why did anyone do this? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I kind of just feel like Nancy Kerrigan right now. Um. Uh, yeah, but a little, a little positive note here, a little pot, you know, what's, uh, been, uh, keeping me, keeping me joyful these last couple of days is that, that TV show Cobra Kai, I don't know if you guys seen that one, oh man, it's a good one, Cobra Kai, it's like, uh, you know, it's about the karate kid, but like, now they're grown up and adults, and they're still kicking ass, and, uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of my friends have been recommending that. Like on Facebook or whatever, like, oh my god, you gotta check out Cobra Kai. And it's been out for like two years and I haven't, I thought it would be just like some dumb cheesy thing like, you know, like Fuller House was. But, uh, you know, everybody's been recommending it. So I'm like, all right, all right, I'll check this out, man. And it's good. It's really good. It's well written. There's good characters. You know, there's a lot of the characters' motivations make sense within the story, you know. Like they might not make sense in the real world, but... As far as they're presented in the story, it makes sense. Which is one of my biggest fucking pet peeves is, is when characters do things that don't make sense within the within the universe of that the TV show created. You know, they're not doing stuff that makes sense. But in this show, the the character motivations are all they all make sense. And um, you know, like a lot of a lot of uh, TV shows and stuff. It's like even even like Captain America that that third Captain America movie, if if Captain America and Tony Stark had just sat down and talked to each other, there would have been no conflict in the whole movie. But they, 
You know, Captain America's like, let's talk. And Tony Stark is like, the time to talk is over. Fucking Captain America, you just, I don't care if you have a giant penis, all right? I was fucking Ronota Ryder when I was 20 years old. My, I'm fucking Johnny Depp. Or not Johnny Depp, what's his name? Robert Downey Jr. You know? And uh hasn't really bugged me about that movie. But uh, the good thing about Cobra Kai here is the conflicts between the characters is they can't really talk it out, you know? They uh, Even if they could, they're still, their motivation to be angry even after talking is, is still there. And um, it's funny, too. It's really funny, man. <laughs> God, the, the guy that plays Johnny, right? The blonde guy that lost, that got beat up by the Karate Kid. You know, he's the main character pretty much. And, uh, you know, he's like he's like 50 years old now and, you know, his life is shit. And um, and he still he still embodies that sort of 80s, 80s mean bully kid. But, like, the way they write it, it contrasts with, like, the 2020 woke, woke culture, right? And so, like... A lot of it is just like how he doesn't fit in in the culture anymore or how that that type of alpha male culture used to be popular, but now it's totally not. And so it's just a, it's a great, it's a great fucking character, man. And like all, all of his students, instead of being like the Cobra Kai badasses, they're like all weak kids, you know, that, that they need. It's like a total generational shift, you know, like now we have these kids that are too, they're not alpha enough, you know, they're too beta. And they're too scared, right? And so he's like the perfect teacher for them. So it's a great, uh, it's a great, it's a great portrayal of that. And uh, yeah, the fucking he's he's so that the characters are so funny, making making fun of because they still do like a lot of woke, a lot of woke culture, you know, like like a lot of shows try to, try to do. But then after they present that viewpoint, they always show Johnny again. He's like, oh, these fucking pussies. That's. <laughs> uh, it's just so funny to have the, yeah, watch those two, the two clashing cultures of like the late '80s, and um, yeah, the jokes in it are good. It's good. This is it's really well written, and um, uh, yeah, there's a couple. I mean, there's a couple. There's a couple things that just like don't really make any sense. Like they had this karate tournament, and it's like the boys are fighting the girls, and like. The, like a 12-year-old kid's fighting like an 18-year-old kid's like, what, there's no weight classes in this thing? Really good. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then like, you know what really one time bugged me? They go to this like Chuck E. Cheese place, right? And they get the tickets, you know, from doing skee-ball. They got like a bunch of tickets and, um, you know, they, they always bunch up their tickets, you know, like, like it's like a, like a big pile yeah, but I don't know. I don't know anyone who's ever who has ever held tickets like that. Like people always folded them up, you know, so it's easy to carry, you know. And then like they go to they go to the prize stand and they just like throw down the tickets, and they're like, "I'll take that stuffed animal there," you know. And it's like, and the person gives it to them, but they never counted the tickets. What? What was that person behind the counter? She's never. Uh, you're just looking at it. You know how many tickets there are? What are you doing, lady? You know. You can't just be giving away stuffed animals without counting the tickets, all right? That's not how we do it here at Chuck E. Cheese, okay? You think we have enough profit to just be giving away giving away stuffed animals for tickets, all right? We've been closed for six months because of the goddamn coronavirus, all right? We can't even have little kids in our, eating pizza and, and, and singing along with the Chuck E. Cheese band, okay? 
Uh, of course, this was filmed before the uh, whole coronavirus thing, but uh, I don't know. I don't know why TV shows don't do do stuff like that. Or like, there was this one scene where like the main character kid he goes over to to the Karate Kid's house. And he, he like knocks on the door, and no one answers, and so he just like goes in their backyard. It's like I don't I don't think anyone would ever do that, you know? Because and the Karate Kid guy he's like all rich in this TV show, you know? Like, living in Beverly Hills and shit. It's like, uh, they don't have any security? I don't know, how do you, how'd you get in the backyard there, kid? You think there's a rich guy with a huge mansion just has, has his, has his whole property open so anyone can just walk in their backyard while they're eating dinner? I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one, you know? Especially right now with those riots going on, you know? You're gonna have a rich white, rich white man eating dinner with his rich white family? In the, in the backyard while the Black Lives Matter protests are going down the street? I don't think so, all right? Um, yeah, anyway, uh, it's a good show. Check it out, Cobra Kai. It's the only thing that's bringing me happiness in these troubled times. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do today. Probably nothing, you know? Probably wallow wallow in my own, uh, my own sadness here, you know, I don't know, I'm just, uh, you know, I have a lot of uncertainty about the future of my life right now, and, um, thinking about it doesn't make me any better, you know, it's like, I got all these, I got all these problems, and I don't know how to solve them, you know, and that's basically what's depressing me, is I'm in this, bad situation right now and I don't know I don't know how to solve it and I don't know it's just so much so much uncertainty you know so I have so much uncertainty about the future like what I'm where I'm gonna be what I'm gonna be doing you know if my fucking life savings is gonna be gone cause fucking that fat fuck makes a goddamn tweet yeah okay I'm officially on the hate Trump twain you know I know pretty much all my friends. I have been on the hate Trump train uh, for uh, four years now, and I'm I'm a you know I was indifferent because he's basically uh, no no different than uh, any other politician. But his goddamn tweet, fucking if his fucking tweets crash my fucking investments again. <laughs> oh God, God, I really wonder what's going to happen to the stock market after the election. There, you know, because um, basically, basically, Trump's. If Trump gets elected, there's going to be lower, you know, the same amount of taxes but and the same amount of government spending, lots of government spending, lots of inflation, but not so much taxes. And um, if Biden wins, there's going to be even more inflation and even more government spending, but also more taxes. So I wonder if the inflation is going to, is going to uh, make up for the increase in taxes as far as like how the, how the stock market prices that in. I don't know, man. It's uh, God, I'm scared. I'm scared to even hold any of my investments over over the election there because I don't know how the market's gonna react. Because I don't know, all that none of these fucking it, the market does not react like you would assume normally it would. You know, people buying fucking GameStop and shit. Uh, anyway, uh, I guess that's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.